Hello, everybody. We are here for our third podcast, talking about episode 703 of Queen Sugar. And I have two great guests today that everybody's going to be excited to hear lots about. Um, I'm going to start off with Reagan Gomez, who has been such a joy to have on the show. Oh, thank you. Um, she's peppered in throughout the season. That's right. That's right. Um, including this final season, including yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. So welcome. Thank and you I so can't much. wait to talk to you about the episode. Let's and, talk. And, um, we're also joined by um, one of our... Dear series regulars who started off um, just visiting us for a few episodes <laughs> and stuck around for the entire seven seasons, Bianca Lawson. Yes. Hi. <laughs> so we like to start off our conversations with um, overall Queen Sugar, mm-hmm. right? Um, we went down to New Orleans not really knowing what the show was going to really turn into, mm-hmm. not knowing how people were going to bond with the characters. Mm-hmm. But I would love for you guys just to talk about what that experience was like when you first heard about Queen Sugar, and then what was it like after experiencing Queen Sugar? Well, when I got the call for the audition, I had heard about the show. I was obviously a fan of Ava. I'd met her before, and we were Twitter friends already, so... I auditioned for Chantal, and I just, I love the character. And she kind of felt a little bit like me. Like, I'm a little bit of an activist. And um, so I I was really excited. And then I got the part. And then Ava called me. Like, we're so excited to have you. And I was like, absolutely. Like, tell me what time to be there. And I've just enjoyed this experience so much. Like, coming from the WB and UPN and being in all-black shows with writers and stuff, like, it felt like home. Mm-hmm. It felt like home. And I've known Bianca. How long have we? Uh, we were just talking about this. So for anyone that doesn't know, this is particularly special. So when Paul told me that Reagan was going to be my, <laughs> you know, a partner in this, I was like, oh, fantastic. We've known each other since you were 15 and I was 16. Yep. And we did the parenthood together. We did. We did. And we've, we've seen each other throughout mm-hmm. the years. But I was so excited. And working with Bianca and Rutina, I'd worked with Rutina before, but she's just an amazing partner to work mm-hmm. with. The whole cast was great. Like anytime you guys, call, call me anytime. I'll be there. So it was a fantastic experience. What about you? Oh, okay. So um, I got the audition and no script or anything, just the sides and the breakdown. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, what an interesting, interesting character. And But originally she was just supposed to come in for a couple episodes and try to sue for custody and kind of be in and out, mm. almost like a villain, right? And then he goes off with the with teacher bay. Mm. And so I – and uh, but so in my mind I thought, okay, how – I haven't gotten to play a character like this and what would make this interesting and fulfilling for me – and originally in the breakdown, it was like, she's stylish and she's glamorous, this and that. And so I go in there and I'm in like no makeup and little jean shorts and a tank top and my chucks. And because I was like, you know what? I want to like play her real. Mm. A woman that's just really trying to make it through the day, sober, with no support, mm-hmm. by herself, you know, um, doesn't have time to curl her hair, is mm-hmm. just trying to survive those minute to minute things of that quiet struggle. Um, so I just... She became very sort of dear to me and reminded me of people in my life. And so in a way, it was like a way of honoring them. Um, And so then I went and I did it, and I had my audition um, with the casting director. And then I did my my callback with Ava, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then my chemistry read with Kofi. And I wanted to work with Ava. I wanted to work with Oprah. I didn't know that much about Queen Sugar, but I just loved 
I loved the character mm-hmm. and I wanted to work with them. And so I thought, oh, this will be an interesting thing. And then so after my chemistry with Kofi, so I was kind of like a little burnt out. And I was like, oh, you know, pilot season, how it yeah. goes. But I enjoyed my chemistry with him so much. And not even the scene that we did. It was um, Aisha Coley, the casting director, had us just improvise anything. And because there was no real backstory for Darla, and mm. Darla isn't in the book, I think the mother is dead. Yeah. Mm. So we could just create whatever. Yeah. And that's what was so fun for me. And I was like, oh, I want to play with this person. You this got is to exciting create again. create the world together. Yeah, and it I made me that. a little bit more inspired to act again because you can kind of have those moments of being burned out Girl. and being like, maybe I want to quit, you yes. know? But I thought, oh, maybe, maybe it might stay around for one more, <laughs> one more go. This is fun. Well, it was, it was amazing because when we were on set, you, you, the first scene you did, you were with nobody. You were in line mm-hmm. answering the phone, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first scene you shot. Mm-hmm. The next scene you shot was at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, we were, you know, that first season of Queen Sugar, we did lots of Fridays, which for people who don't know, <laughs> is when you work overnight from Friday to Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I think we were chasing the sun. It was coming up. Mm-hmm. We were in this empty parking lot. It had just stormed. Yeah. And we um, um, were like, we didn't have a lot of time. It was like mm-hmm. 5 a.m. We only had an hour and we had to mm-hmm. shoot this really emotional scene of Darla showing up at, at Ralph Angel's mm. at the hospital where his father has died. Mm. Um, and that um, that scene was so raw. Mm. It was so, the, you two had so much energy and so much chemistry together. Um, I remember talking to Ava after, like, wow, you know, this was, it was an amazing scene we shot last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Ava saw the dailies, and, mm, and uh, it was, said, it was really soon after that that we were like, man, maybe Darla sticks around for a little <laughs> I long. love that. Um, I remember you saying to me that when you guys saw the dailies, you were like, oh, he lo- he hates her so much because he loves her so yeah. much. Yeah, that's I, what it. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I love the discovery. I love when moments like that happen. Yeah. Wow. But there, there was there was just a raw kind of Romeo and Juliet element about the two of them. You know, from two different worlds. You know, star-crossed lovers, mm-hmm. and circumstance had driven them apart to a point where he hated that he loved you so much. You know what I mean? Like that's what it is. Like he yeah. hated it. But he couldn't help himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as the seasons went on and Darla and Ralph Angel found their rhythm together, mm-hmm. you know, and they, you know, overcame things that most of the audience were like, I'll never overcome. <laughs> um, you know, and I think that leads to this season, which is so amazing as we get to kind of the conclusion of the story and trying to figure out what happens with, you know, Ralph Angel and Darla. Where does their mm-hmm. story go? How does it mm-hmm end up and in this particular episode you know this, even this whole season so far there's been this just little seed of something going on where Ralph Angel's trying to figure out how to communicate with Darla and mm-hmm. and, and there's like they've gotten to a point where they now have this child together which you know as you know is a big deal because mm-hmm. the, the controversy of, of Blue mm-hmm. um, that you think it would be easy street but now it's really down to mm-hmm. the core crux of mm-hmm. are we going to be together do we have what it takes Doing the work of the relationship. Doing the work of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's, you can't just rely on chemistry and, no. and feel. And you got to put the work in. You've got to mm-hmm. dig deep. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think, this, like I said, this episode, you start to see little bits of it. Well, you know, too, it's funny. Siki, um, our makeup artist, mm-hmm. she was saying to me, she's like, God, after all of this, he's still not trusting her. They're still not communicating, or he's still not communicating with her, mm-hmm. and is still sort of doubting her. And I think in his mind, he's not thinking that. He's just thinking that uh, his ex is more knowledgeable mm-hmm. about these matters. And you know, and she's like, "But wait a minute, I, 
are, are you saying I'm dumb? Like, I, I understand yeah. family business. Yeah. I understand this is all the things that I've been doing. And you're still um, denying what you bring to yeah. the table. And I think for even with Darla, with the rest of the family leading up to this, it was like a struggle of them just seeing her one way mm. and not really and can't see like beyond that. And she's like, wait a minute, I'm more than that. I'm more mm. than, you know, um, an, an addict and, and, and this that, you know, you're still kind of like holding these things over my oh, head, head yeah. of, you know, when things are a bit darker. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at that, you play the tape, I'd, I've done this and I've done that. Mm-hmm. And she's doing the books for all of the farmers mm-hmm. just because she wants to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like auditing, you know, their finances and, you know, and that she, he's not, he's still not like acknowledging sort of like all of that work that would actually make her a good candidate to be able to run this business. Mm-hmm. So there's still that kind of that, that doubt that's really, you know, yeah. I've, I, I, when I, when I look at the way that the characters interact and, and, and compare it to just relationships, mm. it feels like Ralph Angel's still in that weird place where it's mine and hers mm-hmm. yeah. and, and not finding that ours, mm-hmm. us, yeah. that we're doing this, the mm-hmm. unity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting this season to see how that resolves. Can mm-hmm. he work that out? Mm-hmm. Does that inherently bring them closer? Yeah. Does that drive them apart? Yeah. What yeah. that does. Um, yeah. But... Outside of Ralph Angel, it seems like the rest of the family mm-hmm. has kind of accepted Darla. Yeah. There was yeah. a beautiful scene. I, I just watched it before I came with, with um, Violet. And, you know, and her saying to me, like, give me my flowers. You know, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't matter that Ralph Angel, you know, you've done this. You can do this. You are worthy of this. Step into your power. Like, you don't need the validation. Mm-hmm. Just know that you are it. And then apologizes to her. For you know, for doubting her and, and and making it so hard, and which I think was really fantastic because I think a lot of people they don't get that, mm-hmm. you know, they don't yeah. get that. They just have to sort of like forgive and move on. Yeah. But the fact that um, Aunt Vi gave her that, yeah, you know, I and think Vi was her biggest critic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the first mm-hmm. few seasons, you know, Vi couldn't even be in the same room. And with I her. love that that turnaround for Aunt mm-hmm. Vi because it can be so difficult to marry into a family, mm-hmm. and you don't have your own. You're marrying into mm-hmm. an already established mm-hmm. family, and everyone has eyes on you. Everyone mm-hmm. is looking at every mistake that you made. Mm-hmm. So I love how she's turned around. Like yeah. That. yeah, I mean, it's hard enough in a normal family. Imagine, right. you know, this family, which yeah. is so close knit, and Darla comes in in such controversy. Mm-hmm. And they're so productive of Ralph Angel mm-hmm. um, that now they look at Darla as really part of the Borderlands in a yeah. real way. I think mm-hmm. it's such a big arc to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, speaking of the Borderlands, and <laughs> let's talk about one of the other characters, which is Nova yeah. and Chantel. Mm-hmm. So equally, first season, we meet Chantel yeah. in a radio station, I think yeah. is the first scene. Yeah. Um, and, and immediately Nova's attracted to her because yeah. yeah. Nova's Nova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so tell us kind of about the Nova-Chantel chemistry. You know, they did first initially meet over their their activism. They're both in the activism mm-hmm. um, space, but once they got to know each other, yeah, there there were sparks there. And I... I People come up to me all the time, like, we loved you together. Older women, you know, come mm-hmm. up to me all the time, like, oh, my God, I loved you on the show. So they had a lot in common, but I think Nova, she does everything hard. She loves hard. She fights hard. She's very passionate about what she wants, but I think that gets her in trouble mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And I think I was the conscience for mm-hmm. her, kind of checking her when she was doing a little bit too much or not listening, mm-hmm. you know, so... but. Also, I think that's why we fell out. 
<laughs> which happens. I mean, it does. you know, it happens when you're in a relationship with someone. Once you get over what the lust and the sex and you're looking at the person and talking to the person, it's that's what a relationship is. We hold each other accountable and we tell each other when we're wrong or whatever. So Nova wasn't ready for that yet. Well, even though the intimate relationship was over, Nova still, I think, Friends. looks at, yeah, Chantel, oh, yeah. I think, stood out amongst all the different love interests that we've seen her. Did I? Oh, yeah, <laughs> she stood out. She, she's still there. And in yeah. this episode, you know, she's there meeting yeah. the next person. Yeah. Um, and having, you know, that moment of like, oh, well, let me tell you something about her. I like, I see where you're messing up. I see where you're messing up with this guy who you say you really, really love. And I can tell he loves you too. So let me be your friend. Mm -hmm. Let me be your friend and tell you what you don't want to hear, but that you need to hear to adjust Mm -hmm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because if you want this to work, we got, you got to cut that out. (laughs) You got to cut that out so Chantal is really really good for that and I I love their friendship I love that they can be honest with each other and I love that they can take breaks Mm. but when they come back together it's like you know like they never were apart and they can still talk frankly and I think Chantal was great because that mix of activism which is so close to who Nova is as a person hearing that frank language hearing it from somebody she respects is not something that she gets a lot of well yeah because she's used to being in charge wherever she she commands control wherever she goes so she's not used to having someone to be like actually yeah well actually that's not correct so Mm -hmm. but I think that's why she values the friendship because I tell her the truth Chantal tells her the truth yeah so um, what do you think, though? I mean, Nova, even in this season, we've met a couple of new people that mm-hmm. Nova kind of, you know, like, oh, who's this? Mm-hmm. Um, is Nova going to settle down? Is Nova ever going to settle down? You know, I don't know. I think Nova still has a lot of work to do on herself. And I think until she um, uh, figures out what it is that she wants and her behavior reflects that and how she is in relationships reflects that, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be up to her. I think. But I feel like for Nova, it's like a almost like a deeper thing than just knowing what she wants. It's like she has this thing of like running, right? She has this like fear yes. of becoming like dependent yes. on someone. So it's yes. like once they get too close, she gotta go. Gotta yes. be somebody else, right? With everyone, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So she has to figure that out. Mm-hmm. She has to figure that out. No one can fix what's happening inside of you. Mm-hmm. And I think she may be going from, you know, she may be looking for her partners to fix her. But once there's any kind of you're wrong, we mm-hmm. need to stop. She does run, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has some work to do, as we all do. As we all do. So um, what do you think, though, about Nova's growth over the seasons Um, from the book to now there's an opportunity possibly for a movie? Yeah. Do you think Nova should take advantage of that? Speaking from Chantel's point of view. Well, you know, it's Nova is who she is and what you can't stop what she's passionate about. I mean, she's Mm -hmm. passionate about things and that's why we love her. I'm, you know, I just hope that she knows how to navigate a little bit more respectfully for other people's feelings and what other people are thinking. Um, So we'll see because, you know, she has a lot of work to do. (laughs) She has a lot of work to do. I have faith in her, though. I'm hopeful. Yeah. So um, this season we have added, um, and and I'm always, the first couple of years was so great when we had Ethan as such Mm. a young child Mm -hmm. on set. Yeah. Um, this year we added a, a new child mm-hmm. on set. Yes, who I what love. What was that DC. like, working with a baby <gasps> oh on set? Oh, my gosh. I mean, well, you know, each baby is its own soul, its own mm-hmm. personality, and our fittings overlapped. So I got to spend some good time with Daisy and her grandmother and Bond, and she's just 
she's just so like confident and loving and her grandmother actually told me that she Daisy was a twin and her brother died while they were both still inside of her and she's like that's why Daisy's so tough because she's already had hardship you know and I think there is a kind of like uh, old soul about her Mm -hmm. and um so I I she's my favorite new (laughs) co-star she's my favorite new co-star and she was so great and I mean just her little face and you know, and she would. She's not gonna give you like fifty thousand takes, but she will give you a perfect one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved. Her. I loved it. Yeah, she she was interesting on set because you would uh, you would try to get her to smile or to laugh, and sometimes she would just deadpan. <laughs> look at you. She'd just look at you like, why are you doing that in front of me? Yeah. But I, I thought it was great in in, the, in episode two at the end. Um, there were so many people who had comments when we shot that scene and she was asleep. Mm-hmm. And we shot a scene while she's actually asleep. You can hear her snoring yeah. on the production track. I wanted them to keep that in. I thought it was cute. <laughs> it was. It was so real. It was yeah. like, this, yeah. you know, they were in bed together, the baby yeah. sleep. And, yeah. uh, and she's really knocked out in the scene. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, it's amazing. Were you nervous about, because babies can be, there's, no, the, no, you, you can't no, control them. No, they no, do no, no, not at all. Funny enough, I was more concerned, like, when I first started the show, and I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't been around a lot of kids. Kids and I'm not yeah. maternal, and yeah. am I going to be, you know, with Ethan? But I was like, Darla doesn't really know how to be a mother, and you know, and I love working with Ethan, and it kind of worked. It, it was kind of perfect in a way, mm-hmm. and now Ethan's like six feet tall and thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. right. But um, but no, I wasn't actually. I was I was looking forward to it, and you know, once I met her, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And Kofi and I would fight over who gets to hold her in the scene. <laughs> It'd be written that Darla holds her, and Kofi would find a reason to be like, well, no, but I think Ralph Fiennes would be realistic. <laughs> So no, no, I I I looked forward to those days when yeah. I'm like, oh, Daisy's gonna be in this scene, fantastic, Aww, yeah. It was nice having a baby on set yeah. again. Yeah. Um, what did what was your experience like being in New Orleans for all that time? Oh my goodness, I you know in the beginning it's like you know a place is different when you're just visiting, right? And you're popping in and popping out, and but I really noticed that like after season six and going back to LA, I realized that New Orleans felt more like my home than my actual home and the people are incredibly warm mm-hmm. and incredibly helpful and um and so I I sort of had this whole little community that had built up that I didn't even realize yeah. you know and I knew I know like none of my neighbors really in my building that I lived in here for 10 years but I knew like all my neighbors <laughs> yeah. in my building in yeah, New Orleans yeah. and so I loved it and I think it, it lended itself to a kind of texture and an energy where you maybe couldn't recreate that somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, because you're in New Orleans yeah. and the weather and the people and the food and it's a very spiritual place. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's just it's just a di- it's different, you know, yeah. it's different. And so I I I loved it and I'm happy we did it there. I mean, you know, being on the plantation with the, the th- you know the, the thunder strikes and all those things <laughs> and the rain, yeah. but the weather, yeah. again, I think it it may be like you even if you're not aware of it, there's something that. It adds sort yeah. of in the background. Spiritual. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, a lot of shows don't go to the locations mm-hmm. where they're supposed to be. You know, they, they yeah. don't film in the mm-hmm. real place. Um, I think that was one of the unique qualities of shooting Queen Sugar in mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. in, you know, shooting out at the farm in yeah. those river parishes, shooting yeah. in the Lower Ninth. I mean, that first yeah. season when you were working on the show, yeah. we were shooting Nova's house in the Lower Ninth oh, yeah. at the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we saw, like, houses with the numbers on them yeah, still from still. Katrina and all yeah. of that, like, to see... Mm-hmm. 
you know, the stuff on the news, but then to see it in person, it, it brings something really. Yeah, it's and just my. Can I talk about my experience? Absolutely. Because I had never been to New Orleans before. Oh, really? I didn't know never that. Never been to. And it's I just love the South kind of period. But New Orleans, I've really been wanting to go. So mm-hmm. when my first time there, I think I worked four days, but I was there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of time mm-hmm. to explore the city. And you're absolutely right. It's it's The people are so warm, but mm-hmm. there is something in the air. And, you know, my coming from my parents are born and raised in Detroit, and I grew up in Philly and then Los Angeles, and being there and being, you know, on plantations and stuff, mm-hmm. there's you want to be respectful and mm-hmm. you want to, you know, you feel whatever it is in the air. And it may, actually, it, I want to bring my whole family back. Yeah. I want to, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, my kids uh, adopted New Orleans because yeah. we were there so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like you, I realized at one point where I'm driving around New Orleans, I'm driving on like a local. You know where you want, no yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, let me head over there. And they'd be like, yeah, it's this address. I know where that is, you know. <laughs> um, but it, it definitely, something about the history the people, the the culture, yeah. something about it just feels natural, feels mm-hmm. comfortable to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I a lot of times I'd be walking somewhere and I'd see a plaque and it'd be like, you know, this very spot where I was standing would be a slave market. The history, you know, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, there were enslaved people who stood right, right here, here who were sold, that lives were were altered right here. Yeah. Um, and just being able to trace that back to that one environment and know that people are still there living strong, they mm-hmm. survived it. Absolutely. Um, is just super important. Yeah. You know, just that connection. Uh, which I one of the reasons shooting that show there was so important is that we could stay connected to, yeah. to the stories, to the people, to the land. You well, know? And I also feel like New Orleans is like, it is a character in the show. You know yeah, what I mean? It it's like yeah, a, it's, it it's a character. Mm-hmm. So having all of that, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it adds to mm-hmm. it. You couldn't have done it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It, it wouldn't was, have felt the it was, same. It was important for us. Yeah, but I think it was important for the fans too because there were so many people who come up to us now and say, "Thanks for showing New Orleans in that way." It's <laughs> yeah. not just about Bourbon Street and yeah. not just about Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. It's about you know family and culture, culture and things that you just don't normally see. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we when we were filming that first season, um, somewhere we were filming, uh, we came back season two just to scout it and check it out. Uh, and as soon as we walked in, the owner of this establishment walked up and says, hey, welcome back. And we're like, thanks. And, you know, the first season, nobody knew what we were yeah. shooting. Nobody heard of Queen Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Most of our actors were people that they didn't recognize mm-hmm. on the street. Um, and, and, the, and the lady said, when is Kofi, uh, no, they said, when is Ralph Angel and Darla going to come over? Oh and it, this is the place where we used to shoot the, um, the restaurant. And we were like, they were here all the time. And they were like, Really? Um, but they've really bonded with those characters. Yeah. Like they felt like they were from there. Yeah. yeah. Anytime I would go out to eat, the staff would always be like, "Are you back?" <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah the people yeah. are invested. They were. They yeah. Are yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we were always anchored. It was interesting. Every year we shot, we were always anchored with Essence Fest. Yeah. So it was always like the bookend for us. Mm-hmm. By the end of the season, Essence Fest was starting, and mm-hmm. and it was getting close to when we would air. You know, whatever season it was at the time. Uh, so it always just felt like a natural time to leave, but mm-hmm. it's going to be weird not having to go back, though. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, no matter what's happening in between the seasons, I know around February what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, we just finished filming and we're still kind of talking about it. So it's mm-hmm. still in, in the your, in your spirit work field. So I, I don't know yet. Okay. I don't yeah. know yet. So, so at the end of this episode, um, we have an event called a ring shout. 
where uh, they're paying paying honor to the land, mm-hmm. to the history of the land. Uh, this season is a pickup from last season. We found out that there were um, people buried on the land from the Thibodeau Massacre, uh, which is how the Bordelones were trying to protect the land from the evil Landry's. Mm-hmm. Um, and this ring shout was to pay respect to that. But um, let's just talk as we talk about the land and the connection that the show has to the land, just that history that, you know, was able to be integrated throughout all the seasons of Queen Sugar, mm-hmm. um, bringing in, you know, ownership of land, the, the history of enslavement, mm-hmm. um, the connection of sharecropping to ownership. Um, all those things seem to be kind of happening and 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 and. Um, reaching a climax in our in our series finale, mm-hmm. um, but in this episode, uh, in the middle of the ring shout, um, Landry shows up, mm-hmm. which he just seems to have a tendency to show up at events. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think about that relationship of the parallel between the Queen Sugar storyline mm-hmm. and cast members, mm-hmm. and what really happened and is still happening to people in that area? I mean, well, we were just talking about this about how you know the storyline with Parthena um, and sort of the companies coming in and kind of knowing sort of the loopholes and being able to get away with things and take the land from these people like Mm -hmm. illegally Mm -hmm. but yet doing it in a way that still seems legal Mm -hmm. and that's what's happening now Mm -hmm. with with black formers Mm -hmm. and so that kind of um that sort of parallel of like what's happening queen sugar is also kind of talking about what's happening in In real life at the same time Mm -hmm. um is a really special thing because i think these kinds of Shows don't really talk about those things, right? Yeah. They don't really get into it, you know? And so I think that's another reason why people feel so connected to the show. I'd never seen um, The Bring Shout on TV before. Yeah. Ever. I'd never yeah. seen anything mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. and you felt it when, when we were on set. You felt mm-hmm. it. And I think we live in such an individualist society where it's about me, me, mine, mine. So to see something like that and remind you, you are a part of the earth, you mm-hmm. are a part of this land, you mm-hmm. are a part of the history that has happened on this earth and it affects you today. Mm-hmm. I think it's really powerful. I think that scene in, in the episode is really, really powerful. And a reminder for people like, for me who is not from the South, like sometimes we can forget. Mm-hmm. People are going through their own things everywhere we live, but to be reminded like, wow, this mm-hmm. is who we, where we came from, mm-hmm. how strong we are and like how we're still having to fight, but we're ready for the fight. Yeah. And where we show up to the fight ready. So yeah. it was really powerful. I'm getting chills. It was really, power- <laughs> it was really powerful. Yeah. I, I think one of the great things that the show has been able to do over the years is stay connected to kind of current events yeah. and to the vibe of what's what people are thinking or feeling. And, and I always kind of felt like that whole connection to, um, you know, the farmer's plight mm-hmm. to what was happening in the story was so interesting because in general, I think we as a country are still trying to grasp with power of who's in charge yeah. and feeling like you don't have power to protect yourself, to protect your, your family. family. Mm-hmm. And, and and how do I preserve the ability to um, provide for my family? How do mm-hmm. I have lineage? How do I own land to mm-hmm. pass down? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are all things that are such good conversational points that I hope that as people watch the series, mm-hmm. as they watch the show, as they watch the season, um, they come out on the other side having those conversations with their family. Yeah. You know, talking about like, wow, maybe we should as a family own something. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should have something to pass down mm-hmm. to our, our next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so often we look at 
you know, especially people of color. And it's very, you're frozen in time. It's very about yeah. the specific moment that you're showing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very about just right now, mm-hmm. um, but not about the past and the present and the mm-hmm. future all wrapped up in mm-hmm. one. Right. Um, and I think that Ring Shout really uh, visualizes that, right? It's, it's current day. It's people now, but it's the hope of what could be based on where we've been. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like a it's like a momentum, like a movement, like yes. it's a direction. And it changes your thought process on what do you want? What what do you want for your family? Yeah. What do you, like you said, what do, do you want to hand down something to your children or grandchildren? Or if something happens to your grandparents and they lost something, can we go back and get it back? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, but I yeah, yeah. So, as we uh, as we get ready to wrap up, I do have some questions for you guys. Oh gosh! When Darla and Ralph Angel got married, mm-hmm. um, there was a it started the wedding started with a famous quote. Oh in, gosh! In the flush of love's light, we dare be brave. Who said that quote? Oh my gosh! This is I I don't. Mm. I have no. Who is it? If, if you had to guess, I mean, it's okay to guess. Oh my gosh. It could be anybody. Bianca's like, don't look at me. Oh, my gosh. I know you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. Who is it? Maya Angela. You know, I should have just I told said- you guess. I knew it was there. Okay. I see it. Uh, okay. It was right okay. But eyes. I was like, I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. What was, the before Ralph Angel and Darla's new baby was named, was announced in 701, some people were calling her, and there was a, a, a color that they were calling her. Color. Yeah, and there's a, there's a there's a people in life or people in the show in the show, yeah yeah. And there's a there was a um, another name they used, and um, I'll use the other name, and then maybe you'll pick the okay. color. The name was Tweet. The name was Tweet. Yeah. Blue? No, it can't be blue. Violet. Tweet. Tweet. Yellow. Yes. <gasps> I don't remember to be calling her yellow. They called her Tweet. Which I, guess was I was gonna say red. red. I was gonna say oh, like red. a bird, like, <laughs> like red bone, but I don't know. There was something that somebody said. I guess it was in in Twitter. People compliment the show in mm-hmm. in, in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. And there are people who talk about the cinematography because mm-hmm. people feel like it doesn't ever get recognition for mm-hmm. the, the beautiful gorgeous, images. Yeah. Um, talk about the writing. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about the acting. Mm-hmm. Something about Queen Sugar, which I'd never heard of before, uh, and it was so wonderful that I just feel like I have to mention it. They say we should win. It's an award that they think we should win, which is the most moisturized cat. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The, the It's the sexy sweat because of the humidity. I agree. The most moist. What do you think about that? Do you feel very moisturized when you're on set? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. But I feel, but not as much as like, you know, Kofi, you know. Yeah. Butter just. I know. I know. Drenched, yeah, right? You know. People uh, never see that. I mean, it's so funny. You're absolutely yeah. right. Kofi, we spend more time yeah. keeping him from sweating. Yeah. He sweats off all his makeup. But I almost like that's real, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're so there, hot. that's yeah. what we're doing. You're sweating. Yeah. You know, absolutely. so absolutely. And we always shoot in the middle of the summer, so it's yeah. always super hot. Yeah. This year was so hot. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming down and sharing uh, the time with us about Queen Sugar. We're looking forward to the next episode. Um, and uh, is there anything you want to say as we leave? I am excited for 
the fans and the viewers to see the rest of the episodes because I know it's coming. Mm. And so there's a couple episodes I'm like, I cannot wait to watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 interested to see how people are gonna react and how they feel about the rest of the journey with these characters this season. Well I know you don't know what's gonna happen the rest of the I season. Don't. I'm so gonna, you're be gonna be live tweeting. Yeah you're gonna be live tweeting <laughs> with the rest of us. Yeah yeah um, but I really appreciate you coming also Thank you. um and uh hope to see you guys again soon. Yes indeed. Thank you. Thank you.